And with me this morning, Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Good morning, Dr. Joel. Hi, good morning. Now, I think a lot of people feel the way Lynn does. She's written into our DG Lightline. Incidentally, 016-510-8888. You can be like Lynn and leave us a message. She says, I'm really depressed about the Hayes situation. I am cooped up indoors, and when I look outside, it's smoggy, and I feel myself choking up even though I don't have any asthma condition. I know this is a yearly thing, so I don't know why this year I am so down and so depressed. What can I do about this? Um, Actually, I think what you're going through is not an unusual thing. I think a lot of people go through it. In countries in the West, like when there are four seasons, right? there's actually a very aptly named disorder called seasonal affective disorder. Sad. Sad, right, mm. which, I, which I absolutely love. And basically what happens is when you're, it's wintertime and you don't get enough sunlight and outdoors activity, um, people actually get kind of depressed and the treatment for that is actually more light. right? Mm. So I think a lot of people during this phase of the year for Malaysia, right, when we have the haze, when we're all cooped up indoors, we only have artificial light, a lot of people do feel a bit down, right? Yeah. So I think the most important thing for you to is to stay as active as you can indoors, right? So like going to the gym, for example, going for walks in the shopping malls and things like that. That'll be as good as you can do for now, right? right. And just spend time with people, right? I think that's the best way to try and get yourself out of that funk. Okay. Well, yeah. Lynn, I'm there with you. <laughs> Though <laughs> I, I do have an asthma condition, so... Oh, no. Yeah. Well, give us a call on 0395433333 if you have a question about your mental health or someone you love, uh, just like Sanjay does. He has a question about how to help his uh, wife with postpartum depression. That's next here on Light. And today is a Mind Matters free clinic, so call us on 0395433333. So Sanjay, what is your question? I have a family member who we believe is suffering from postpartum depression. And you see, the problem here is we all know she has this problem, but she does not agree that she has this problem. So how do we go about in getting her treated? Dr. Joel, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, that's always a really difficult one. I think whenever family members uh, see that there's a problem, but the client or the, the patient themselves don't don't recognize it, that's always a big issue. Because the last thing you want to do is to drag them in kicking and screaming to see, see a doctor or mm-hmm. a psychologist, and um, that's just going to raise their defenses much, much higher. Um, I know it's difficult. Um, oftentimes, family and friends of the patients actually suffer a lot more, a lot, a lot as well, mm-hmm. uh, alongside the clients, right? Um, but I think the best thing that you guys can do as a family is to support her as best you can. Let, always let her know that there's, there's help available, there's right. support available, that you guys are there for her, and, and let her come to that own decision uh, that she wants to get help. Right. right. Which is best in this case, being gentle mm. uh, about, you know, approaching this subject with her or right. tough love? Because I've, I've seen this in my own family members. Right, right. For this one, I always advocate gentleness, right? Because especially after a pregnancy, after a delivery, right? Postpartum mm-hmm. depression as well. Not only your emotions are awry, right? Your, your hormones are awry as well. Everything mm. is just off-kilter, like, off-balance, like, right? So the more harsh you go at it, the more, I mean, again, we don't know the nature of the depression. It could yeah. be that she's self-blaming herself. It could be that she's being guilty about something. And I think that's never a good combination with the tough love act, right? Right. Um, So it's always a gentle approach, being kind and and gentle and calm about it. All right, Sanjay, I hope that helps. Now coming up, Pauline has bad dreams and wants to know what they could mean. That's next after the traffic update and the Spice Girls Viva Forever, next on Light. It's a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Joel Lowe. And uh, Pauline, you had a question about nightmares, didn't you? Yes, yes. I just wish to ask, what is uh, the cause of having nightmare of like in the middle of the night you wake up that you're dead and it, it seems to happen quite often? Uh, this is not your dream, is it? It's someone else's dream? It's, 
not me. Ah, uh, uh, it's actually my husband. Okay. Uh, and is your husband going through any particular stresses or any bad, uh, big events at the moment? No. And how uh, how old is your husband this year, by the way? Fifty plus. Fifty plus. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I think dr- with dreams, it's always very difficult, lah. Uh, right. Oftentimes, like there are different kinds of uh, ways of interpreting dreams, right? Uh, some people say that you know dreams are your unconscious uh, thoughts and desires being expressed, right? And that's one example. Another one is that you know if you go to bed be feeling very stressed out or very upset or very frustrated about things, it can manifest itself in his dreams, right? So I think there are quite a few possibilities, lah. I think the most likely one is that perhaps your husband is going through a a rough time at the moment. Um, maybe I'm not sure what's going on, of course, right? Even in his stage of life as well, because he's 59, he's moving on to the latter stages, like 60s, 70s, the the latter stages of life. Sometimes being at that stage of life can also uh, start giving you thoughts about what will happen when I pass on, right? What's what am I going to leave behind? What's my legacy and all that, right? So that could be one of the reasons why he's having those kind of dreams, lah. Right. But ultimately, I think the best way for him to uh, figure out what those dreams actually mean is to start keeping a, a log or a tr- keep track, lah. I suppose of what happens every day, um, and see uh-huh. what is what what he goes to bed with every every night, lah. That's and what's the last thought that he goes into when he goes to sleep, lah. That way, he can give you a really pretty good idea about what's going on. And if not, then it could be something else a bit more psychological, lah. Perhaps nothing bad, but just like um, some unconscious desires or thoughts, lah. In that sense, lah. And then after that, wait, what do we do? I think if after you monitor and you realize there's a big stressor in your life, then perhaps the best thing to do would be actually to see a psychologist or a counselor. Mm. So then you can, uh, if let's say it's something that's happening in his life right, life right now, is something he's not up, happy about, for example, right? And he, he needs to address that issue, yeah. Correct, correct. Then he can speak to a counselor or psychologist to address the the problems, like in that sense. Even if it's the end of the, the the final stages of life, kind of thing, that's also important for you to talk about it, like, Because the more you freak out about it and you don't have anyone to talk about it, the more it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue for him, like that. I hope that helps, okay. Pauline. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. That number to call is zero three nine five four three double three double three. It's a Mind Matters free clinic. Now, Ross has a question about stress. She's a single mom and she feels that she's got way too much on her plate. We'll look at her problem next after George Michael and Faith here on Light. It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic with Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. And Rose, you had a question for Dr. Joel. Go right ahead. I feel because I'm a single mother with some small kids, so I'm actually running around everything. Okay. At that time, yeah, I do feel I'm very much depressed, you know, getting emotionally drained and so on. But the thing that keeps me on going on is my kids. Because so at night, I do get the fear, what happens if I don't wake up in the next day morning and so on. Because right. staying, you know, with the two kids, I feel like too many things on my hands. I, I don't know how to get her because I don't get dependent on anything. Because right. at the end, the future of the kids, their life, everything depends on my hand, you see. Right, right, right. Am I considered having depression and so on? It, it, it's hard for me to tell this from this conversation, right? Yeah. But I think the way you're going, it's going to burn you out very quickly, right? And I'm quite worried yeah. about that, right? I'm thinking, do you have any support available? Any family members? Anyone you can, um, and can, can rely on for some help? All working members, parents, Okay, okay. So it's really just you and the kids, huh? Yes. Okay, okay. What about friends? Any good friends you could uh, uh, hang on to? 
yeah i do have good friends in terms of communication yeah i normally share with them my problem okay okay the, so the reason why i was asking whether if anybody around you is because um i think you're doing a great job as a mom i think you're the very definition of super mom la, i think right but at the same okay. time even superheroes need a break sometimes la, you know um uh-huh. i think one of the easiest things that you could do for yourself right now is to just have one of your friends take care of your kids for a couple of hours and for you to just sit down have a coffee somewhere and just be by yourself la. i think you need little breaks like that just to make sure that you don't completely burn out and i'm quite worried about that right now that's one way another way is to have a small uh, getaway with your kids it doesn't have to be anything fancy okay. Just drive down to PD to the beach, for example. Um, that'd be a good idea. Not now, because uh-huh. the haze is horrible, right? <laughs> the haze um, is bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. In PD, especially. Yeah, but just taking but some time out, just when you don't have to go to work, when you don't have to go mm-hmm. to school, don't have to do anything, like, don't have to chase for something, like, right? Right, Doctor Joel, would it help for her, yeah. Roz, if she had some plans in place, maybe a will or something to to at least in her mind, yep. if anything should happen, at least right, she right. knows that the kids <clears throat> are taken care of. Is that a possibility, yeah, Roz, for you to get? That that in order yeah i have that i have a worry on that part also mm mm i think charles raises a really good point sometimes the worries that we have is because we have a lot of questions and concerns but they don't they don't have any answers or solutions no resolutions uh-huh. to it so getting those things in place can be really really helpful as well so at least then you know touch wood if anything happens to you then you know that your kids are okay they're going to be taken care of they'll be fine in that sense so that's another really okay. good plan as well okay okay thank you so much doctor hang no. in there Roz okay, you can do you this so give us a call 0395433333 if you have a question about your mental health Kin says that he feels isolated and uh, might be depressed he doesn't quite know what it is we'll address that next after Bachelor Girl here here on light It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic with me Dr. Joel Lo, clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and training and I've uh, we've been getting a lot of good calls uh, this morning also on our DG Light line uh, people have been leaving questions including this from Kin he writes I have since developed health issues which limit me from my usual love for the outdoors and I cannot do certain activities due to pain or fear of further aggravating the source of my pain this causes me to move into isolation leading myself from almost everyone including family i feel unworthy of being in their space and i feel belittled in every conversation does this constitute as depression i tend to further avoid talking to people not sure how to assess my current state of mind what are your thoughts here dr joel I don't know if you're depressed yet, but you're definitely showing quite a few signs that we look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, when we assess for any mental disorders, we look at uh, social functioning and occupational functioning. These are the two main ones. So, if occupationally you're not able to go to work or school, or socially you're not able to interact with people anymore, and those two drops, usually we we say that it's going to become a serious uh, mental disorder in that sense, right? The fact that you're starting to withdraw from people, you can't speak to people, that's always a big concern to me. I think you're not depressed yet, probably, or maybe you're there. Or thereabouts, right? So that's something definitely to look into. Now, in regards to your pain, if it's a chronic pain issue, means it's something that's never going to go away. Uh, I would actually strongly recommend that you tr- check out a Slying Hospital. They've got a really fantastic pain clinic over there. It's a multidisciplinary team of uh, clinical psychologists, doctors, physicians, physiotherapists, and all that kind of good stuff, right? And what they do is to help people manage the pain, right? So, mm-hmm. if, for some of us, like people with pinched nerves and bad backs and all that, it's a common thing. It's yeah. pervasive throughout, right? And it's not going to go away. So you got to learn to live with it. So I think you might benefit from uh, trying out a pain clinic if your pain is chronic. If your pain isn't, I mean, it's a situational thing. It's going to get better. Then what I would do is to do the reverse of what you're doing. Don't clam up. 
try and reach out to as many people as you can. Obviously, avoid people who belittle you. Mm-hmm. Try and reach out to friends and family who actually do support you and care about um, you getting better, right? And getting that kind of support from them, like that sense. All right. Well, hope you feel better soon, Kin. Now, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Joel, no for problem. joining us Thanks this for morning. Having me.